Hi, I'm Joe Feeks, editor of Poultry Health Today, and with me is Dr. Greg Mathis from Southern Poultry Research in Athens, Georgia. Greg, thank you for joining us. It's always a pleasure to be here. Every time we get together, we talk about coccidiosis, but there's always something new to say. But uh, today we're going to be talking specifically about managing coccidiosis in turkeys. What's new? Just like in chickens, that uh, there's a push for antibiotic-free production, and with Subway and some of the other consumers of poultry and turkey meat, they're pushing for antibiotic-free production, and that, of course, influences turkeys. And so they're, everything that we are learning from, co from chickens is now relating to turkeys. And I imagine it's even more challenging in turkeys. For one, the birds live longer, but you've got fewer medications to play with in that side of the business. There's only five FDA-approved antioxidant drugs, uh, and obviously those are all fairly old, and uh, they are still effective, but again, two of them, the ionophores, are again antibiotics, just mm -hmm. like they are in chickens, so that pushes us down to three. The vaccines, of course, we have with chickens, we have a, a number of alternatives, but uh, as far as commercial is, is for chickens, it's, I mean, turkeys, it's only limited to one. That will be relaunched, I think, in the fall. With the trend toward antibiotic-free, what is actually happening with the birds? Are they finding, are producers finding ways to control this disease, or are the turkeys suffering? Well, the turkeys are suffering, again, because there's a limited amount of uh, available, any kind of products. You know, Stephen Clark has done surveys for many, many years on gut health and, and important health questions of, uh, for the turkeys, and uh, the lack of medication, lack of treatments is what is biggest concern to the turkey industry. And uh, right now, they've never had a really good coxie control, but it's even more so now that they're, they're all trying to do the vaccines or produce a vaccine and use vaccine strains that aren't really, maybe not enough of the species in some of the vaccines that are there. And so what are you actually seeing in the field? Are you seeing downturns in growth rate and feed conversion, for example? Yeah. It's a good question, you know, because again, it's the question is, did we ever really control the coccidia? Is it, you know, we only hit limited to those few, few uh, drugs in the vaccine, so uh, they were suffering already. Uh, I think they're trying to understand the use of some of the phytoceuticals that we've learned that have value, such as the saponins and the essential oils and combination products and I think also a combination of looking at seeing about blackhead, can high levels of these products actually go against another protozoa? And so uh, I think they're learning and just like we learned in the broiler industry that you know they have value, uh, they, some of these phytoceuticals. Uh, they will learn this in the turkey industry. Of course, unfortunately, it's a bleed over from chickens research because there's very little as far as turkey research out there. So with there being little turkey research, what can the turkey industry learn from the chicken industry as far as gut health is concerned? Well, I think they can learn that uh, the value of probiotics, for example, you know, we do know that, you know, obviously almost every poultry broiler company has used a probiotic. And anytime you look at the intestinal tract of a turkey, and their wet litter is very common and there's some sort of interruption of bacterial profile. Uh, it's hard to demonstrate necrotic enteritis experimentally and there's dermatitis which is a clostridium and, and there's a lot of things that really that the everything that we've learned is fairly applicable to turkey production but it's a 
I think we've got a good ways to go because it's obviously they're not the same species, but we do know a lot more than we did. In poultry, I know you've done a lot of work with the so-called hybrid or bio shuttle programs where you start the birds out on the vaccine and then after the vaccine is done cycling, you come back with a, a medication, usually a non-ionophore uh, anticoccidial. Is there the opportunity to do that in turkey production? Bio shuttles in turkey production. I think they're still struggling actually with the vaccine themselves getting it. The problem with turkey vaccine, and I'm going to talk on this at, at, at this meeting, is that with vaccinations, one, you have to have all the species just like with chickens and so there's no cross immunity. But the biggest problem is that they start them on clean litter. Their brooding time, you know, we talk about in chickens, we need to confine them for the first cycle to pick it up. Well, they use a whole house brooding, so that's an issue. Uh, the species that are in there, you know, there's Galapavonis is not really thought of as being a species that's anywhere, it's not in Europe, it's not in Canada, while we can still isolate it into our vaccines. So they've got a, problems there and to get into a bio shuttle before we actually understand and also of course they shuttle or they move these brooder, the, the brooder turkeys into another house and so carrying that coccidia and that would be about the same time as you doing this bio shuttle so I don't think it's going to be as an alternative as good until they get understand the vaccines. So presumably a lot of coccidia are leaking through uh, into these birds and at least in chickens I know that op often opens up the door for necrotic enteritis. Do you see anything like that in turkeys? There is a necrotic enteritis in turkeys. It's a, uh, but again, it's, we can't so for some reason or other reproduce it experimentally. We've tried a number of different ways. But uh, again, we know that there is an enteritis and it is caused by Clostridium perfringens. So what do you think is a long-term solution for the turkey industry? Because every year we hear that the turkey industry is losing medications. Uh, there are no new products coming on stream. Uh, yet, you know, you've got coccidiosis, blackhead, dermatitis, enteritis. What's this industry gonna do? Well, that's a good, that's still a good question, and I, they will learn. Uh, they will adapt, just like the broiler industry has adapted to the never ever antibiotics, and uh, the turkey industry can do the same thing. It, 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 I think that we will understand more and more about the vaccination. I know we've had vaccines over time, but again, I think now we're understanding that you know, maybe we needed another species in there. How to it's cycling, so we're measuring more of that, and I think we're understanding that. So I think just like with broilers, will be a lot of vaccine use, and uh, then we'll supplement it with the phytoceuticals to keep that coccidia down and moderate. And I think, you know, that with time, I think we'll all understand how to use it, just like we can do most of the poultry companies, broiler companies can do it now. So they're struggling, we'll improve. Are there certain strains of Imeria, the organism that causes coccidiosis, are, are there certain strains that are becoming more prevalent in turkeys? Well, the species, you know, there's adenoides, Gallopavonis, and Meliagramitis, and as I mentioned, the Gallopavonis is the one that they, no one believes it really exists. And, and uh, so I think that one is really, when your vaccine only contains adenoides and Meliagramitis, mm -hmm you're leaving out one of the major species and I think that cycling of 
is, is hard to determine because not, turkey coccidia doesn't produce really discernible lesions. Mm -hmm. So how do you know that it's causing this? And, and I think that is part of the reason why they didn't put it in because it's really hard to tell if you have it or not. So um, in the long run, I think we'll understand, at least in the U.S., that we need all three species, at least all three species. Well, I hope so, but in the meantime, certainly more questions and answers. Of course, yes, and that leads, uh, well, I think we can grow, you know. I think the turkey industry is gonna get it better and understand and get these vaccines and get these drugs that we have still left over. Because Zoomix has been released, mm -hmm. an anacoxial drug, and uh, I think a lot of them are using it, and it works sort of like an inophore, but it's a non-antibiotic. Mm -hmm. So I think that has contributed a lot to the improvement of turkeys. Excellent. Good to hear. Well, we've been talking to Dr. Greg Mathis from Southern Poultry Research in Athens, Georgia. Greg, thank you again.